What is up guys, it is Quinn here. And in this video, we're gonna be going through my weekly injury report. So talking about all the players who are questionable, doubtful, and then the guys who have already been ruled out heading into week six of the NFL season. And then just giving you know some fantasy advice here and there, maybe talking about potential like pivot options if a player's out, or talking about their backups. Am I gonna start the running back two? Am I gonna start the wide receiver two? all that sorts of stuff. If you guys do have any fantasy questions, it doesn't have to be about injuries. It could be start sits, trade advice, whatever it is. You guys drop those down below. I'll get back to every single person. Just do me a huge favor and do like the video. It does help me out a ton. But let's just jump into the players who are currently listed as questionable. And we're gonna start it off with Kyle Pitts. So we saw Pitts miss the week five game against the Buccaneers. He is still dealing with that hamstring injury. I know a lot of people are fed up with Kyle Pitts. For me, I'm still trusting him in my lineup. I imagine that if you drafted Pitts, you're going to be replacing him with some dude off of waivers. And I'd much rather just take the upside swing of Pitts in my lineup. If he does play, instead of trying to start some fringe top 12 option, you know, maybe if you got in on one of these like elite waiver wire pickups, like maybe Higby was on waivers and Joku, one of these guys, then I do think those are viable plays over Kyle Pitts. But if we're just trying to plug in like a fringe top 12 guy, I would still be rolling with Kyle Pitts if he does go on Sunday. Now, moving over to the Patriots, we have a few injuries at a few different key offensive positions. Mac Jones dealing with that uh, ankle injury. If I had to guess, I think they probably sit him out for one more game. I just don't think they're going to rush him back when Zappi's played pretty well, you know, have him play limited, potentially re-injure himself. So I'd expect him to miss. In reality, in terms of fantasy, unless you're in like a super flex league, this basically has no change on anything. Like, I don't think the running backs are a better play with or without Mac. I don't think the wide receivers are a better play with or without Mac. So normally, like in your typical leagues, probably not going to play a huge factor in either direction. At the running back position, Damian Harris is listed as questionable with that hamstring injury. I would be pretty surprised if he played this week. The reports coming out earlier in the week were that this could be like a, you know, multiple week thing. So I think he is a long shot to play. I'm actually surprised he's not listed as doubtful or out. If he doesn't play, I think Ramondre is locked in as like a mid-tier running back one. I believe I had him ranked as my running back six in my uh, weekly rankings. And I think that is appropriate if Damian Harris does miss. And then Jacoby Myers dealing with a knee injury. I would expect him to play this week. He's been banged up throughout the season. But when he's been on the field, the dude has just been an absolute volume hog. He's been producing. He's been a monster, especially in PPR formats. So I think if he's active, he has to be a really solid play in your lineups. Now, moving over to the Colts running back position, we have Jonathan Taylor, who is questionable with his ankle injury. I'm leaning towards him giving it a go in this game. He finally returned to practice. So if obviously if he's playing, you're firing him up as a running back one play. And then his backup, Naheem Hines, is dealing with a concussion. So we're not sure if he's going to play. The only way that Hines is viable is if Jonathan Taylor misses. So if Taylor is out and then Hines is in, I think we can start Naheem Hines. But other than that, like if JT's playing, I'm out on Naheem Hines. If Naheem Hines and JT are out, I'm just fading the entire Colts running back position. I'm not trying to play around with, uh, was it Philip Lindsay and then like Deion Jackson? Just not going to be interested in any of those options if those two starters aren't playing. Now, another handcuff option here is Alexander Madison. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. This really doesn't have a huge impact for fantasy football. I just think if Madison is out, it probably just gives Cook a little bit more of a bump. So maybe he goes from being like running back eight, running back nine, to now being 
five, six, seven, somewhere in that range. So just kind of elevate Cook, give him a higher ceiling with someone, you know, not kind of eating into his touches. Moving over to the Dolphins, we have Teddy Bridgewater questionable with a concussion. At this point, it seems pretty unlikely that he does play. So it looks like Skylar Thompson will be making his first NFL start. Staying on that offense, we've got Raheem Mostert dealing with a knee injury. Kind of unfortunate timing here for Mostert because he really just kind of took over, dominated the entire backfield, you know, share, and now he's banged up. If Raheem Mostert is out, I think Chase Edmonds is a viable plug and play, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is a really gross committee between both Gaskin and Edmonds. So, you know, you're kind of playing the risk reward game there. He could have a really strong role. But he could also have, you know, a 50-50 split on a Skylar Thompson-led offense, which may not lead to great production. So definitely an important situation to monitor there at the running back position. Over to the Bengals, we have T. Higgins dealing with that ankle injury. And I think typically, right, we hear a dude, he's questionable for the game. We're just kind of monitoring it. You know, a guy of T. Higgins caliber, it's like, okay, if he's out, we're obviously sitting him. If he's playing, we're plugging him in. Unfortunately, we have this added kind of, uh, I guess, feature where he was banged up heading into last week's game and then barely played. So he was active, he was in your lineups, but he just gave you nothing. So it just gives you another little thing to kind of worry about. We're still going to have to monitor this over the next two days. I still think he's a you know quality enough play where if he is healthy or he is active, I do think he's someone we still have to be plugging into our lineups, but obviously we should be looking closely at potential limitations, all of that stuff. And then on that same offense, Hayden Hurst dealing with a groin injury. If he plays, I think he's a strong top 12 option, definitely a back end tight end one, but like a really strong waiver wire pickup that you guys have probably snagged over the last few weeks. Now, moving over to the weekly uh, segment where we talk about every player on the Saints offense, we're going to be getting into a few players here and then a few players in the out section. So for Chris Olave, he is dealing with a concussion. If Olave plays, I think he's a really strong start, probably mid to high end uh, wide receiver too at this point. And then Jameis Winston could make his return, still dealing with like back and ankle injuries. I don't think it really changes a ton for this offense. I probably would prefer Winston in terms of like Olave's value. Um, You know, Andy Dalton, he's not going to risk it. Jameis Winston is going to be a little bit more reckless, which can be not great for real life NFL, but it can help support his weapons. So we'll see if he does give it a go. A player that I'm really hoping does play this week, but probably isn't fantasy relevant right now is Wandell Robinson. He's been dealing with a knee injury, injured himself week one, has not returned since then. He's someone who I really think can break out of this Giants wide receiver room. We know it's been a real struggle, you know, for those wide receivers they're rolling out, you know, a unit that rivals the Bears in terms of how bad it is. So if Wanda Robinson can come in, find a role, I think he could be fantasy relevant in the future. We just got to see him out on the field first. He could fall on his face. We just don't know yet. So I am interested in seeing him play. So hopefully he can give it a go on Sunday. Then for the Rams, we have basically their top two targets, Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby, both questionable. Cup with a foot, Higby with an ankle. At this point, I'm leaning towards both of these guys playing. I think they're kind of just banged up. They're, you know, not going to be pushing them at practice. But if Cup misses this game, I mean, I truly cannot even fathom how terrible this offense is going to look. So just for the sake of watching football, I really hope Cup and I guess uh, also Higby are playing this week. For the Cowboys, Dak Prescott is listed as questionable with that thumb injury. It still looks like Cooper Rush is expected to start. I think this is more telling of uh, Dak Prescott likely returning in week seven. So I'd be expecting Cooper Rush this week, 
probably Dak back in week seven unless he suffers a setback. And then the wide receiver one for the Cowboys, uh, C.D. Lamb dealing with a hip injury. I'd be expecting him to play this week. Then we have the weekly Keenan Allen segment. He is still dealing with that hamstring injury. He hasn't been ruled out yet. That's a good sign. You know, over the last few weeks, he's been ruled out a day or two before the game. So maybe he gives it a go. He did return to practice. Would love to see him back on the field. He's someone I was very high on coming into the season. I still think he'll be a top 12 wide receiver in PBR formats when he does play, but he just has to get back onto the field. And then in that game, we've got Melvin Gordon dealing with a neck and rib injury. So Gordon's a guy we're just going to have to continue to monitor. It's tough because he does play on that Monday night game. So you may have to make kind of a risky call. You know, maybe he's questionable and you keep him in your lineup. We don't know if he's going to be playing. I think if Gordon plays, he is startable. If Gordon is out, I feel like this turns into a really gross backfield that I'd probably just be trying to avoid, especially because we'd be having to start these dudes like on Sunday. So it's like you'd be predicting a Gordon injury and then you'd be trying to pick the best running back in like a uh, 50-50 committee. So a situation I'd just be avoiding if we're not playing Gordon. We've got a few players who are doubtful here, Julio Jones. It seems like they're not going to have him just try to tough it out throughout games. They're going to try to get him to just totally heal up and then come back when he's healthy. It doesn't seem like the Bucks' offense is really, you know, missing him too much. Evans, Godwin, these dudes have been balling. So I think, you know, Julio Jones could be a viable pickup later on in the season. But at this point, the injuries are just piling up for him. And then we have Baker Mayfield, doubtful with an ankle injury. It seems like it's possible they could have him active as a backup. Um, to me, I'm just interested in seeing how this unit rolls with P.J. Walker. I'd be very surprised if P.J. Walker is not the starting quarterback on Sunday hoping he can reignite DJ Moore, continue to get Christian McCaffrey involved. Now, moving over to the players who have already been ruled out, going to start it off with Christian Watson and his hamstring. I think this more so just establishes that Dobbs and Lazard are going to be the top two options with Randall Cobb also being pretty involved. Watson was a guy who'd get a few, you know, uh, kind of like crafty touches here and there, jet sweeps, that sorts of stuff, screen plays, but he really wasn't getting consistent snaps. So, not a huge loss in terms of, you know, his fantasy production, but could just give Dobbs an extra bump to keep that wide receiver two role. Then we have Tua out with a concussion. Talked about how Bridgewater is also questionable with his concussion. Like I said, they'll probably be rolling the Skylar Thompson. Um, for the Saints, both Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry have already been ruled out. Michael Thomas with the foot, Jarvis Landry with his ankle. If Chris Olave cannot return from that concussion, this is going to be a gross, gross-looking Saints wide receiver room for either Andy Dalton or for Jameis Winston. If all these dudes are out, Taysom Hill probably becomes an even stronger play because he may not have the touchdown upside he's had in previous weeks, but they're just going to need a playmaker to do something, and he is one of those guys for that team. We've got Rashad Bateman, who's already been ruled out with a foot injury. Unfortunate, you know, he had a hot start to the season, was interested in seeing him in this offense, but unfortunately this injury has kind of... a uh, limited him the last few weeks. For the Giants, we have Kenny Galladay out with a knee injury, Kadarius Tony with a hamstring, just kind of connecting back to uh, Wondell Robinson. They've had all these injuries, Sterling Shepard out for the season. They're running out these dudes who are like typically wide receiver fours and fives on other teams. So this is just a uh, basically Wondell Moore shout out here, or Wondell Robinson, not Rondell Moore from the Cardinals. For the uh, Steelers, we've got Pat Frymuth out with a concussion. Tough to see like a locked-in top 12 tight end out, but that is what we're dealing with. And then probably one of the more interesting storylines of the week in terms of injuries or just like availability, Cam Akers out with personal reasons. Now, I'm not exactly sure if this is like a mental health thing 
or if this is like a disagreement with the team. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. The vibe that I was getting from the McVeigh interview or the press conference was kind of like maybe there were some like internal disagreements between Acres and the organization. I could be wrong on that. Like, let me know if you guys got the same takeaway in the comments. But, you know, regardless, for fantasy this week, I think Henderson is playable. There's always the risk that they just kind of bump Malcolm Brown up to the Acres role, and we see Brown getting the early down work, Henderson getting the receiving work. I think if you're desperate for a play, the risk is kind of worth it because even on a bad offense, Henderson getting the three down workload is going to be really strong for fantasy. So just a situation we'll have to monitor. If you guys are choosing between Henderson and another dude, you can drop those down below and I'll try to give you my best advice. And then the last two players who have already been ruled out, both from the Cardinals backfield, we've got James Conner with his rib and then Daryl Williams with a knee. So Eno Benjamin, a really strong start this week, probably going to slot in as a mid-tier running back two, probably going to command a three down workload. Hopefully Conner can come back. He's someone I do have a lot of shares of, especially in best ball. But for this week, it is going to be Eno Benjamin. So that is going to wrap it up for the week six injury report. Like I said at the top, any questions, drop them down below. If you guys did enjoy, hit that like button. And if you are not already subscribed, subscribe. It's free. You know, you can undo it if you're not liking the content. But thank you guys again, and I'll see you in the next one.